This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Welcome to the Brandon M.A. Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter, Drew, my baby, uh, Violet, as well as Ween Dog. Uh, we're waiting up, for Jake Ellenberger if he shows up. Hopefully he will. Um, and uh, just trying to make this do. It's hard because my um, my kid was sick. On uh, She had 104 on Sunday night. We go to the doctor. But it's, now it's like you don't want to go to the doctor because you can get more sick at the doctor's office now mm-hmm. uh, than you can in the hospital. So then – her grandma's supposed to come and help watch, and then she didn't come, and I can't take her anywhere. And I got a, you know, so I'm watching the baby all day, and then I got a bunny that we rescued running around and eating all the cords, and a dog who's blind and deaf, crapping everywhere. Yeah. Three cats that are surrounding the bunny. Uh, it's just, and the, the bunny's chasing around the cats <laughs> while my wife's yelling at me that I'm not doing enough. And I'm, tr- I'm trying to, like, actually get all this stuff done. Uh, I got a great wife. She's the best. But um, anyway, so here we are uh, trying to get this done. Hopefully. You're living in chaos. Living in chaos. It's just hard because it's, like, they keep, like, taking things away. It's, like, okay, my job is taken away. I was supposed yeah. to write the MMA Awards. Like, that got postponed to October if they're even going to have a live one. I was supposed to work with the PFL this year. Whole season got canceled. All my shows got canceled in August. All my shows in July. All my shows in June. Um, just everything just keeps getting taken away from me. And so then they're like, okay. So I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll work on being a parent, obviously. I'm, not, I'm working on that anyway, but I'll stay home more. And then they're like, okay, but you can't take the kid anywhere. You can't go to the parks closed. Uh, the classes are closed. And then the kid gets sick. And then it's like nobody can come over to even play with the kid. It just keeps one after – it's just – before you know it, it's gonna be me and my daughter in like a closet, just like with a shaking. But uh, <laughs> trying to make things work. I mean, rolling with the punches, trying to be funny, have a good op- look. I mean, look. The good thing is I have a beautiful family, and I'm still working to some extent. I'm, I'm having, yeah. Zoom, I'm doing Zoom comedy shows on Friday nights. Those have been a hit. I'm doing shows on Tuesdays. I got a show on Saturday. It's just like people are asking me, like, hey, this Friday I got booked at a strip club to do comedy and i'm like uh hey babe is it okay if i go to a strip club for x amount of money and and then like so if i go out there and come back then who knows who i came in contact with then her parents can't come her mom can't go over to babysit and she just retired from work and so it's just uh the babysitter can't come over we don't know where she's been we all got tested on on monday none of us have covid that's that's good good. but uh so even gigs that i'm getting like live gigs i'm having to say no to just because it's not worth it as far as the money and the stress and everything else. I go, Hey baby, mind if I do this show? She's like, if you want to get divorced, I'm like, all right, I guess I'll be there. uh, Yeah. How are you doing, man? And then, and then, uh, so Monday, obviously we canceled the show because I had to be with my daughter all day to get her better. And I, and I can't even like do work while doing, I can't like put her in front of the TV because she goes, who that, who that, who that? And I have to answer all her questions. So I have to watch the movie with her to answer who the princess is. And it's the same person. Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? So it's just been like, you know, and even like, and now she's into whining. So she goes, anything she wants, she just either fake cries or whines. And she's almost <laughs> two. And I'm like, look, stop whining. We don't whine. When she hurts herself, I got to have to say, I'm tough. It's just, she won't eat anything except for the bottle right now. It's brutal, man. It's, but look, I, I love her and I'm blessed and I love my wife, but man, it's just, this is hard. It's hard to, it's hard to be a parent anyway. Then you throw a pandemic and you throw no activities and you throw, you can't, and then you throw an illness, a sickness, which we don't know what it is. And it's just, oh, it's brutal. 
I mean, well, I will tell you this. I am so thankful for the UFC for actually putting on events. And you know, with Fight Island, they've had they had three events last week. I'm just so thankful because I actually have something to look forward to in the week because I'm not doing anything yet. I'm just sitting at home. You know, I worked a long time uh, on Tuesday on the podcast. I I want I created Thank like a that. different style thumbnail, and I think Thank those you. thumbnails are cool. Thank you for that. You know, so I think I'm gonna start doing that. Have like more goofy, unique thumbnails for the podcast episodes, and I'm really excited for this weekend's fight card i'll tell you that right now i, I mean this is a freaking pay-per-view event worthy pay-per-view worthy event dude in my opinion what do you think about that i think jake's gonna join us in a minute so i want to wait for jake okay. by the way i am aware that i'm complaining about my kid whining while whining so <laughs> i i know people are gonna say stop whining and look i get that i i got i'm blessed i have a perfectly healthy beautiful kid i'm just saying like she's at that age now where i don't know if you have to parents but someone becomes two years old where they learn to just whine and we have to just not give in at the same time sometimes she, she really is hurt like i have to make sure she doesn't step on legos or have a boo-boo or or this or that so I, I i get it i get it i get it but it look i mean and it's just hard even like the it used to be you know i go on the road my wife and i would get in an argument or something i go on the road kind of, you know, absence makes the heart grow father. I can't leave my house. It's just, and when it's just two people with a, with a kid, it's just, you know, my wife works from eight to six, she gets off work and then she watches the kid, but then she makes dinner. So I'm, which is great, but I'm like, it's, it's hard. Thank God for like this thing called fight camp, this app I got. Oh, where yeah. I do an hour a day or 45 minutes a day on a punching bag. Uh, Cause that's physical health is mental health. Okay. Yeah. So it's not one or the other. If you're physically tired, worn down, feeling good about yourself because of a workout, you are mentally going to be happier. Um, it's not either or when I, when I was my most depressed was when I got my ACL surgery. Cause I couldn't move. I could run a little bit, but I, I got fat, I got depressed. So if anybody you know, is watching this and you're having a tough time, look, I'm not really an advice giver because I'm basically too hard on myself and I go, well, I'll do that too. But my advice would be to make sure you're working out four or five days a week during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, whether it's just, even it's just a run and there's all these different free apps. Even the Fight Camp app is free. It's a free app and they'll give you five workouts a week. Uh, now my wife for my birthday present got me the, the punching bag and then the, 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 the trackers and the boxing gloves. So <laughs> like, I love it. it it's, it's the best. Um, but I'm telling you guys, you, you want to, if, if you're having a tough time, go get a heavy bag. It's like 50 bucks, a hundred dollars off the, off the, off Amazon or something. You probably get one off Craigslist. Get those little sands. I had, to, I had to go to Lowe's to get sand, which by the way, we, I had, we had extra sands. So we made a sand castle in the backyard <laughs> and now all the local cats shit in it. So oh now, my God. Uh, now we have litter a, box. Yeah, we have a giant litter box in the backyard. But I'm telling you, you want to feel good about yourself, get physically healthy. Uh, so let's speak on which. Mike Tyson is fighting Roy Jones. I just saw uh, that. Dude, that's crazy. There's actually a, a date set for it, right? It was announced today in September, September 13th, I believe it is. I like this fight. I mean, look, I'd much rather see this than have Mike Tyson fight a guy right now who's a top 10 guy who just beats the shit out of him. And we all say, well, back in Mike's prime, Mike would have killed him. Okay, that kind of happened with Lennox Lewis. Maybe Mike wouldn't have wanted Mike's prime against Lennox Lewis, but it would have been a lot closer than the fight that they had. So Roy Jones Jr. has fought way too long, but still has it i mean still has something um he's still good i like this fight i guess it's at heavyweight um okay i don't know who wins this it's an eight round exhibition you know they're gonna be trying to knock each other out you know they're not gonna like play it safe i can't see mike tyson going easy on anybody now um, me I, like for someone like me i'm very ignorant when it comes to boxing i don't know anything about it i, I obviously know about mike tyson and you know his legacy but can you give me a little backstory on uh, Roy Woods Jr. so I have like a little you know something to go off of so a little backstory okay uh, all right so Jake Allenberger by the way says one minute that was eight minutes ago okay, <laughs> uh, okay ready when you are um, 
So Roy Jones Jr. was the best middleweight. Uh, uh, made, well, I got, when I say middleweight, let's just, I'm going to call him middleweight. Maybe people go, well, he was actually a light cruiser. Okay, of his time, he was unbelievable. And he, he, uh, he, he uh, won the gold medal in the Olympics. And his first 30, 40 fights, he was so good. Nobody could touch him. His speed was insane. He would do things like put his hands behind his back and like for the entire round and throw one punch and knock you out. He was doing things that – he was basically like what Anderson Silva did to Forrest Griffin, what he would do every single fight. There was one guy, I think it was Montel Griffin, that beat him, but it wasn't even like he actually beat him. Like Roy hit him below – Roy knocked him down, and then the guy came back up, and he hit him again when he was like had a knee on the ground, so they called mm-hmm. it disqualification. And then in the rematch, Roy beat him in one round. Just blew him out. Wow. Roy was next level. I mean, but he was—he would do things like they said. He would do everything fundamentally incorrect. Hands were down, chin was kind of up, taunting. But his reflexes were just next level. I mean, he was so good. He was—it was must see TV. Now, he went up to heavyweight, and he beat this guy John Ruiz, who was the champion at the time. I think he beat Holyfield, but it was like he beat a over the hill Holyfield and there was like okay. three different belts and maybe he had the weakest belt of them all and if for some of you boxing officiados I'm getting some of it wrong I know okay this is maybe revisionist history but this is my opinion and okay you get it so Roy then went back down to cruiserweight and uh he uh he went up got the belt went back down and he fought fucking um Antonio Tarver, who the first time they fought was a very close fight. I thought that Roy, I thought Tarver almost had him, but it was one of those things like you got to beat the champ. When yeah. they had a rematch, Tarver had his number. He's like, you got any excuse tonight, Roy? And Tarver knocked him out. I think it was like the ninth or tenth round. It was the first loss of Roy Jones's career. And people were like, so then Roy went on and he ended up, that was, that's Jake Ellenberger. After that, <laughs> After that, Roy went on and had, like, he lost to guys that he never should have lost to. Um, Glenn Johnson was one of them. He kind of had it up and down. He's still been fighting. Now, personally, he got popped for, I think, steroids at one point or some, some shit went down. Personally, the, I think the mistake was to go up to heavyweight and come back down. I think that because he didn't – Basically clean. Because Roy was one of those guys that, like, when he, he didn't gain fat, he just gained muscle. So when he came back down to, to fight Antonio Tarver – uh, he was losing muscle. Now, Interesting. I'll, I'll tell you, like, here's how good he was. James Tony in his prime was almost unbeatable, and Roy Jones beat James Tony in his prime. Now there was a thing where James Tony lost too much weight the night before, had to get an IV, but that's that's on Tony. He was asking about Roy Jones. Roy Jones. Oh yeah, legend. I mean, he was a legend. Now, you know he's fighting Mike Tyson, Jake, right? I did hear. I just. I did read that. Uh, what are you, What are your thoughts on on this fight? It's a money grab. It's interesting. Uh, I wish I was more interested, but <laughs> I'm really not. It's. It's. Hey, you know, they're getting paid. I mean, Mike Tyson's 53 years old. Do you think Mike's just gonna go out and just like blow him out in one round? I mean, Roy. No. His, chin, his chin hasn't held up uh, in later later years. He's been knocked out by guys. That, he never would have touched him in his prime. Yeah, I mean, that's one of those there, – there's so many questions, you know. But it's, it's fun. I, it's fun to speculate in, at, these, at their ages. Okay, let's, let's see what happens, you know. I mean, I made a bu- – oh, look, I said it's going to air on the History Channel. They're going to stream it a blockbuster <laughs> video. They're going to have an actual ramp to get okay. there. I mean, it's the fight of the decade. Now, there's so many, so many great jokes there. But the thing is, take my money. I'm watching this fight. Because right. it's also two sure. guys that I want to see fight. It's not Jake Paul versus Logan Paul. Or, it's not yeah. guys that, like, I'm like, do I want to see this? I actually, I mean, even out of respect to these two. And I like the fight because they're both past their prime, over the hill, shell of themselves. So I think it's a good, I think it might be interesting. No? Yeah, the, win- the winner's going to fight Dan Henderson. Did you know that? <laughs> uh, in their prime, obviously Tyson wins. He was bigger. But if, but if you went pound for pound, I'd say Roy Jones is the better fighter. 
Yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely a big argument for Roy Jones as far as pound for pound. But, yeah, again, uh, the weight class, you know, the ages, there's a lot of, there's a lot of what ifs, you know, I don't know. Yeah, do you guys I'm think like, this is actually yeah. going to be a good fight, like a co- competitive fight? Or is this, is this going to be like we're just going to hype it up extremely until it gets to the fight and then it's just super boring or it's depressing to watch, it. like Liddell versus Tito? Uh, probably the second. I think it's gonna be. I, th- I think it's gonna be better than Liddell versus Tito because Chuck Liddell couldn't walk at that point. I mean, he barely okay. could walk, and Tito he just stood there for Tito. Like I heard people, people that were there when they showed Chuck Liddell getting out of the car heading to the arena, he was like kind of wobbling a little bit. Like it was like they were like, oh no. <laughs> so, you know, Roy Jones has been fighting. I mean, up until like probably a year ago, or two years ago. And Tyson looks great physically, and on the bag looks amazing. Although I think they might be speeding up some of those training montages. Um, <laughs> really? I, I the last one, I'm like, I don't know. This thing looks a little bit, you know, fucked with. Um, who's on the undercard? Uh, is it going to be Art Jimerson versus Hoist Two? I mean, who's who's on the undercard? Tank Abbott versus versus Don Fry. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. Sega versus Nintendo 64. I mean, who, who, who's on the undercard? <laughs> hey, talk to me. There's there's so many potential funny undercard undercard fights. Um, you, you know, throwing some MMA fights there, some boxing matches. But I mean, I'm 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 definitely gonna watch. There's no, you know, I'm, I'm for sure watching. I, <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. That's going to be where, – where's that? Have they announced, like, a date and location yet? Uh, Atlantis. Uh, so, Atlantis? Uh, no, 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 Jake, I got to talk to you. So my daughter, she's almost two. She's in the whining phase. She's so cute. Uh, but she's so cute, but she whines. Uh, or she goes, please help, please help, please help. But then I go, what do you need help with? And it's, like, her Lego. It's not like her, she's hurt. Please help, please help. And it, but it's nothing that she, normally it's it's really nothing. Like she can't get her stroller out the out the door or something. How do I get her to toughen up, stop whining? That's just a phase, you know. That that age too. I mean, my, you know, my one of my my uh, youngest son. He's two, and he's well, he's almost three. But yeah, he, he, there's a period of time where he goes to that like, ah, uh, like I need your help, and it's like he's like you know putting his head through like the banister like you don't need like you don't need right. okay, <laughs> no. what about what about my, my kid yesterday slammed the, the bunny cage door on the bunny uh how do i get her to be nicer to, uh, to animals <laughs> that that i don't know i, I yeah you probably probably <clears throat> yeah you can't help me with this what's that you can't help me with this i mean with animals, I don't know. That's right. that's a, that that might be more for mom. I don't know. I mean, you know, we we hunt. We do a lot of things that are probably not the best for animals. But <laughs> all right, let's talk about some of the fights this week. By the way, I think the Bellator card might be as good as the UFC card. People are really? sleeping on the Bellator card. Bellator does not promote. They don't believe in commercials. Uh, this is one of those things where I think that they try to have a VIP audience, where like they just if you know about it, you know. Because this actual card is awesome, but nobody knows. For example, Ricky Bendejas, uh, who's the guy who um, did that Shawn Michaels kick on James Gallagher, is fighting Sergio Pettis. Uh, I like Pettis all day. I think he's fought better people. I think he's a better fighter. I think Bendejas, every time he steps up, he doesn't get the job done. Who do you like in this fight? Yeah, I like I like Sergio too. I mean, he's impressed me even his last uh, last couple fights. But uh, that you know that 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 uh, I've seen that Benias, he's fought a couple of guys that would like he that went to you know he he's 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 certainly tough as hell. But I would give the edge to to Sergio. Obviously, in striking, he's a little he's a little more he's, he's probably facing better competition too. You're right there, Joe. Uh, I probably go with Sergio. But I honestly, this is like one of those fights. It's going to be very, very difficult to pick. Do you want me to show you the entire card? I can share my screen really quick. Sure, there's like, there's like six fights on the card. Sure. You got your, your cowboy hat on? Is it? Uh, yeah, this is my freaking, I'm in the desert right now. It's okay. freaking badass. All right, now, here now, 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 Jake, is there something to be said about, like, the guy who's fought better competition, right? Obviously, he has the advantage. But at the same time, he's been in less wars. So could sometimes that be a disadvantage? Less well, they both been in wars. There's no right. doubt about that. But 
Yeah. No. Yeah, for sure. I mean, exactly. I'd say whoever's taking less damage that that would play a role, you know. Right. Uh, right. 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 And uh, you see, you on some close fights and come out on top, but. Uh, so also on this card, Jordan Main, who I I mean I thought he was in the UFC up until two days ago. Uh, I like this guy. Um, he's fighting Jason Jackson, who looks like he's a uh, you know in Parliament, but this dude is actually legit. He went a split decision loss to uh, to what's his name to uh, Ed Ruth, but it was a fight. I thought he won against Ed Ruth. Um, he's he's uh, fought, he's won four to five. I, I'm giving him that Ed Ruth fight too because he won that fight. Uh, this, this dude's like really good, very slept on. Jordan Maine's a guy who's been around, uh, but I like Jason Jackson in this fight. What are the, what are the odds? Have you seen the odds yet? No. Hmm. Who do you like yeah, in this fight? I, I don't know much about Jackson to be honest. Um, I've seen Jordan Maine fight quite a bit. That, that's a good fight, though. I mean, it's a, it's a it, it's hard to say. Like like I said, if you if you think that if he had to close that close fight with Ed Ruth, I mean, then he you know that guy that guy can fight for sure. But, Ed Ruth is a guy. By the way, Jordan Burroughs took a picture yesterday or today at the UFC Institute, saying he basically, from what I heard, allegedly he's thinking about MMA. No chance. No chance. Zero potential. No. Why? I, no, I, Jordan Burroughs. No, he's he's a smart guy. I know him. I know his wife. Great people. No chance. He's 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 made that clear. I mean, I don't know if that was for a you know for the media for a publicity stunt. No chance. He's, no chance. I, mean, you, I mean, how do you think he would do? Well, I think he'd do very well. I mean, you look at you look at like uh, like Usman. I mean, very similar, uh, very similar styles, wrestling backgrounds. Um, obviously, Jordan's a world and Olympic champ. But, uh, but what about you? Do, now, do you think it'll be hard for him though? Because, I mean, he's got such a big name. Everyone would be gunning for him. Obviously, they would try to expose his his striking and his jujitsu uh, because we don't know those i mean obviously you know and it would be hard because like henry cejudo i think did it perfectly because he had like seven or eight fights in lfa yeah, yeah. he missed weight a couple times but he did it like on a smaller scale where it wasn't a huge deal and then when he got to the ufc he had eight or nine fights under his belt versus a guy like jordan burroughs yeah they're not i mean they're gonna that's throw him hard. right to the wolves right yeah. well i mean that's the big question too is even just just de developing giving him enough time to develop i mean you look at Usman, he had, a, he had a good amount of fights before he fought in the UFC, which is good um, as far as MMA experience. Uh, but, yeah, with credentials like like uh, like Olympic, you know, Olympic world champion, you, you, it's going to be hard to, you know, give him a guy who's, you know, four and, four and six. Like, Yeah, right? I mean, what do you – right? I mean, that's the thing. I would, if I were Jordan Burroughs, I would go to the smaller league first. But a guy like that, then you're going to take a huge pay cut and you're taking a huge risk. And even that's going to be a hard thing to do. I mean, Bellator would probably put him in a fucking main event opening fight and then ruin the guy. Uh, the UFC. Yeah, you know, and I think AKA did a, 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 well, a really good job with a lot of their guys. Like, even with like a Cormier or people, uh, you know, people that they've developed over the years. I think they did a good job. So, it's, it, again, yeah. It's he like, wasn't as high profile as Burroughs, though. Cormier, no one even I knew. I know. Really. Well, no one yeah. in wrestling circles, but. No one really – it wasn't Jordan Burroughs. Yeah, Cordell, for sure. Credential, that's what I'm saying. But I think, like, uh, you know, you that's the biggest question is if they can develop. I mean, you may only get one, you know, you, you suffer a couple of bad losses, a couple of bad knockouts, you know, and then it's like it can go downhill from there. We've seen that plenty of times with wrestlers that are even, like, not even close to his credentials. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So, also, uh, Ed Ruth is on this card. Against Solo Hotley Jr., Ed Ruth is a guy that um, I don't know. I feel like as of right now hasn't lived up to his potential in MMA. Um, I hate to say that, but it just he has such a huge buzz about him, and I feel like that buzz has been. Uh, I know he kind of gassed out a little bit against Gracie. Um, I think he lost another fight, right? What's 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 Ed Ruth's record? Bring that up. I don't even see him on the card. Oh, I guess he took him off the card. He was on they, the card. As they of, might have. It's, there's only like seven fights on the card. I don't see him on here on Sure Dog. Oh, because on, on MMA Junkie, they had him against a guy named Solo Hatley Jr. Uh, but but Ed's right there. I mean, he's well, he, you know, he's facing Aaron Pico. Hatley Jr. is Chris oh, Hatley okay. Jr. is fighting oh, okay. Aaron Pico. Oh, Edward is on the card. 
No, I don't think so. No, I don't see him oh, at okay. all. Okay, all right. So I'm I'm an idiot. Um, all right. So Pico <laughs> versus Solo Hotly. Who do we? How, so have you trained with Pico at all, Jake? Uh, I did a little bit when he was in Vegas, uh, but yeah, he's down in Albuquerque for the most part. How's he looking? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, he looks looks great, man. He's always kids always got an incredible work ethic, but uh, but yeah, I, I haven't I haven't seen him in a, in a few weeks, but uh, he looked good when I saw him. Have you have you ever taken him down? We've trained quite a bit to get it out of it's 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 uh it's we've we've trust me listen I'm 35 years old <laughs> Aaron Pico I was I wrestled him when he was like 16 man and I was like couldn't believe it couldn't believe did how you, good did he you, was. you tap Pico in practice or no who who won the exchanges tell us the truth you know what Adam G- give us the exclusive here <laughs> no well first of all I'm a lot bigger than he like wait oh Jake fucked up Pico you heard it here first people. Uh, make sure you tweet that out. Jake versus Pico, the rematch. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Sorry. Man. That's the new thumbnail for <laughs> this episode. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, also on this card, Cass Bell, who's 5-0. and Looks like a stud. Uh taking on Rufion Stotts, uh, whose only loss is to Merab, uh, who lost by uh, – who's in the UFC. Merab is fighting John Dotson coming up. Merab caught with a spinning back fist in 15 seconds. When a guy loses in 15 seconds with a spinning back fist, I know it's a loss – but sometimes that's kind of an aberration, right? You just got yeah. caught. I mean, do you even consider that a, 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 the guy's better than you or just a unlucky bad night at the office kind of a thing? Yeah, I mean, that, that could be chalked up as a, as, as a tactical error. You know, you caught with the spinning back fist. But, yeah, I wouldn't say necessarily one guy's better. But right, yeah, right, I mean. right, right. Would you rather lose Jake by getting dominated for three rounds or by some crazy like Ben Askren uh, <laughs> flying me <laughs> against Masvidal. I mean, whatever's the less damage, to be honest. I don't know what's what's less damage in that in that situation. I, I, that's good, that's for- subjective. I don't know. You know if, you, <laughs> if you're on the losing end of getting beat up for three rounds, that, that could. <laughs> I mean, I would almost rather lose by spinning by flying me because you could be like, oh, look. It, come on, I didn't do anything, like, you didn't see that coming, no one thought that coming, it was a fucking one, it was a Hail Mary, versus, like, getting dominated and taken down over and over again, you're like, uh, my wrestling sucks, or whatever, I got, or getting, my, my strength I mean, sucks. Yeah, either way, it's, it's, it's more just embarrassing, I mean, even, like, Aspen, like, the guy dominated, how many guys did he dominate, like, for, th- for three or five rounds? Yeah, 19, totally. 20, 20, a lot of, he, he did. Okay, you got caught with a flying knee. I mean, you know, bad timing, bad tactical air, whatever. But it's like he's made a lot of people look bad. Dude, I was so here. depressed. And he was texting me an hour before that fight about like, yo, our our sketch got a lot of views. And I'm like, hey, man, you know, we'll get more views. You fucking submitting Masvidal, right? And then he was like, I don't know. I don't think the UFC would put I'm like, dude, no, that's not the point. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, who am I to tell anyone how to focus? You know, sometimes people, that's the way they yeah, focus. Don't talk to Adam if you're within like a week of a fight. Oh, wow. Fuck you. I'm First kidding. Of all, that's not true. I've had plenty of guys. Uh, yeah. I'm joking. All right. All right. So um, now, also, bare knuckle boxing tomorrow night. That's the Isaac, morning. Isaac Valley Flag is fighting uh, Luis Palomino. Uh, he's the guy that went like three fights against Justin Gaethje in uh, back when it was WSOF. Yeah. He had those yeah, yeah. wars. Um, are you excited for this fight? You know, bare, bare knuckle is fun to watch. I, I, I don't really have an appetite to do it, but it, uh, I'll watch for sure. I like, and I like Isaac. He's a cool cat, man. He's a great guy. He's a guy that yeah. actually, he, he, he's been through a lot. I don't, I, don't know if, I don't know if you know about what he's been through, but he was caught like on meth with a shotgun, trying to rob a bank, mm-hmm. like three years ago, he had a complete, the, guy, the guy's life fell apart. It fell apart. And then he came back, got himself together. He's 3-0 yeah. in bare knuckle boxing. I, I am so excited for him. So, oh, Jake, yeah. oh, I, I, I didn't tell you about our uh, guest today. That's how, that's how we do things here on MMA Roasted. We don't tell the, our guests about our other guests. Uh, Felicia Spencer <laughs> is here. Um, you know Felicia Spencer? Jake? How you doing? Ween. But you're here with Jake Allenberger and Ween Dog. Felicia is the toughest girl I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> now, 
some people don't like to be called tough. Remember, I called Tim Kennedy tough. He got mad. Do you like to be, <laughs> now? You are so tough. Do you want to? Be, do you like being called tough or not? Um, I don't mind. I mean, uh, you know, I didn't get in the game to be known as just being tough, but I mean, my durability points just keep going up. So you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, you're also extremely skilled. You're you're awesome. You just, but but oh my god, your fights are against Cyborg and Amanda Nunez. Like I was tapping out. Like I was like, <laughs> I threw the towel at the TV. Like I I was like oh, my, and you just kept going and going. Yeah. What? Like, are you made out of rock? Like, uh, do you have ice for veins? How do you fucking just keep going? Uh, I mean, I'm just determined, you know? It's, uh, for me, it's, I always know that I can do better than what I've shown, you know? And I just think uh, there's always a chance, you know? You see so many competitors just pull one out at the very end. So there's, for me, there's always, I'm just always hanging on to that little bit of hope, even if, you know, in the last fight I knew, uh, she was one step ahead of me almost, you know, the whole time. So for me, it was, you know, I, I just know I, I could have a moment there. Are there bears behind you right now? What's behind, where are you? Are you in the woods? What is that behind you? <laughs> this is, I'm in my backyard. This is, these are my banana trees. That's my, my dog. Oh, is that okay. the oh. bear you saw? He's oh, a okay. King Corso, so he's a, he's a hundred pounds as a nine month old. Wow. Wow. So, uh, that's like Jake's awesome. kids too. Jake's kids are also 100 pounds. Uh, yeah. now, now you're, I mean, you're, by the way, you're awesome. I've, I've been a fan of yours since Invicta when you were just running through chicks. And I did some research on you. You're a math teacher? Um, I was a math teacher up until uh, May. Uh, shortly after I signed my contract to fight Amanda, I put in my, my notice that I was just going to take some time off and then eventually, you know, just, just step, stepped away. But, um, you know. I was a math teacher for my whole fighting career up until then. Yeah. Like my math teacher never fought cyborg. Uh, <laughs> like what did like what did your kids say when you were trying to teach math and you had you were in the UFC the next day? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the nice thing is I was a virtual math teacher, so I didn't see anyone face to face. You know, over phone call mostly. They text a lot, obviously, over video lessons and stuff. Not a lot of them ever mentioned it, honestly. Just a handful of them ever mentioned it. Usually it was the ones that were also like athletes or had a lot of homeschool kids that were like Olympic, uh, you know, aspiring to be in the Olympics or so they kind of like understood the dream of an athletic, you know, an athletic dream. So for that, we got to connect a little bit or there was there was like one student that was like, oh, my God, if you can do all this then I guess I can just do my homework. Oh, you know, awesome. And I was like, I reached one kid. He started to do his homework after we talked about it. I was, that was the only kid, though. <laughs> you incorporate your fighting? Like, I, all right, if I have two black eyes and one ACL, uh, what is it? No. no. <laughs> Not no. good. <laughs> oh, you're, uh, you're, now, you, yeah, you, you grew up in Canada, uh, in, uh, right? I actually didn't grow up there. I, my family left when I was about four. So I've grown up mostly in Florida. Okay. And, like, you joined Orlando Top Team? Um, it's called the Jungle MMA. The Jungle uh, MMA in Orlando. You may you might know some of, some of the names. Seth Petrozelli is one of the jung one of the owners. Tom Lawler was also an owner uh, back in the day. He's no longer with you know with the team, but uh, okay. yeah, I've been there for about ten years. Those two had the best walkout ever. Yeah, uh, <laughs> who let the dog out? A leash. It was like some weird yeah. bondage thing. I didn't yeah. understand any of it. Hi, man. Uh, Hi, man. They haven't grown up. <laughs> so um, now how? Now, what do you think you could have done differently when you fought Nunez? You know, I, I haven't taken a lot of time to, to break down that fight. I, I only watched, actually, like, the first two rounds of it. And, and not by I – mean, it's not like I'm trying not to watch it. Um, I just needed to take myself away from it a little bit. I was really disappointed with, with how things went. I think for me in, in that fight, it was like she started to be ahead of me, like – not, when I say ahead of me, I mean like everything I would do. She seemed to just know it was coming. She just, she really knew what I was about to do every every step in the beginning. And I think that got to me a little bit. And and I think I, if I would have just been able to make some adjustments better, you know, I could have brought a better game into the later rounds. You think um, she had spies on you? <laughs> no, no. I think she's just a really talented. You know, she's the greatest of all time. What can I say? Um, it is you what it is. Two best girls of all. <laughs> it's time. really hard. So. <laughs> Yeah. Now, who, who is didn't harder? have to throw anyone off their game, you know. <laughs> who hit harder, Cyborg or, or, or Nunez? Uh, honestly, I felt like Nunez hit harder to the head. I felt like Cyborg really fucked up my body a lot more. 
<laughs> like body body strikes really uh, wore on me in the cyborg fight more and head strikes more so in the Nunes fight. Jake, any questions for the beautiful Felicia Spencer? Sorry, it's been, it's been, I got, I got kids in here. It's been crazy. Sorry about that. And, uh, <laughs> I apologize. No, I'm a, no, I'm a big fan. I, I also agree. I think a lot of fighters, you know, they don't like to be just known for their toughness, but it's, uh, she's always fun to watch and entertaining. So I'm a fan. Well, thanks. <laughs> now, now you, I mean, you tapped out uh, Megan Anderson in one round. Uh, they're, they're trying to say Megan is going to fight Nunez next. Do you think she's got a shot? Uh, I think anyone has a shot, you know? That's that's the thing. In this game, it's just who shows up on that night and who makes the right decisions at the right moment, you know? Right. So anyone can, can make a bad decision or just get lucky or anything. Anything can happen. So yeah, I definitely think really I would love to see Megan fight Nunez, and I'd be interested in, in the fight for sure. And Megan hits really hard, too. I've seen her knock women, like, cold and, like, like, uh, yeah. let's talk about you. Okay, so <laughs> here you are. You're this nice Canadian. Uh, your brothers were all karate stars. <laughs> we did train together. We uh, we grew up, you know, doing uh, martial arts together. And then one of them, my middle, my my middle brother Derek, he stuck with it long with me longer. But then they all, you know, they kind of found their own way in life. And I, they didn't stick with, you know, jujitsu and taekwondo and everything we were doing. So nice. Now, does Taekwondo work? Because I think it works. But other people are telling me it doesn't work. What do I you mean, you, you, can take, you can take from any martial art and make, you know, make the right things work. <laughs> right. And, and for anything, anything you do, it's uh, the agility, the, you know, the, the strength, the coordination, all of that stuff plays into fighting. And nothing does that better than traditional martial arts like karate, Taekwondo. Like, I started to dabble back into um, Shotokan karate with, my, with Seth. Actually, he started... A dojo at the gym and oh, and it's you know it's just that like small movement uh awareness of your body agility coordination all that stuff really is uh, I, took, just uh, taekwondo. I was a green belt but i couldn't break the board so i started <laughs> cry i started crying when i was like mental toughness old. too yeah <laughs> yeah it was uh it was horrible like everyone could break a board but me like my, my like sister could break it everyone could break it <laughs> i remember jake jake said the karate doesn't work remember you were like bashing karate for a while <laughs> He's on he, mute. Jake's fucking sound doesn't work either. Okay, my just, bad, my bad. It was on mute. Because remember you were saying uh, karate's bullshit? There uh, are parts of it, maybe. I'm, I'm kidding. He didn't <laughs> say that. Don't recall. <laughs> <laughs> I understand the arguments, but... I'm just you know, not, like, like, no, like in Taekwondo, we'd, I never got punched in the face until I started doing kickboxing, you know? Like, that was a big change for me. That was obviously... Uh, for sure. Not, not good for real life training, not getting hit in the face ever, but. And by the way, I don't, it, it got taken out of context because it's not that, like, how many people, like, think about it though, how many people have, with a karate style background, fight in MMA, or like, are at the highest level? You know, there's just, there's just not a lot. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, even sure. the, my, my buddy Giga, you know, he's, uh, you know, K1 champion, European karate world champion, and like, I mean, I learned more from that guy in a couple of years than I, in, in 10 years, you know, but he's, no, there, there's definitely, there's definitely value in uh, bringing, bringing a lot of those skills and, and just the awareness yeah, and I mean, the exactly. management. I'm just, he didn't really say that. I was, I was just fucking with uh, <laughs> I mean, you can take a dance class and take something, there's something away from it physically, you know, right. and add so, some grace to your game. <laughs> now, do you have, now, are you single? You're a boyfriend? You're married? You're a girlfriend? I'm married. I'm married. married. I have a husband out here somewhere, yeah. Nice. How, how long are you married? Uh, it's been, we got married in December. We were together for five and a half years before we got married. Um, so it's, it's been a while. <laughs> so he waited to after you fought for the title. What a, that's not cool. That's <laughs> no, he had proposed <laughs> to me three years before we got married. So I was still in Invicta and we got together before the Invicta days. So I was still amateur back then. And he's a, uh, he's a fighter too? Yeah. What's his name? Todd Coppinger. Todd Coppinger. All yeah, right. He's a, his his career got delayed a little bit for different reasons, work and injuries and stuff like that. But he's he's pro. He got he turned pro earlier this year. Um, but he's a man. His record doesn't show what he's capable of because he's he's a stud for sure. Oh, okay. Obviously, he's a stud. <laughs> I need my wife to call me a stud. <laughs> <laughs> now now when he when he gets injured, are you like, oh you're complaining? Look at me. I like walk through fire and have like. Come on, just, I mean, there's nothing he could say. But, 
I think he just gets injured so he doesn't have to do the dishes and stuff, you know, like, yeah, I feel like he does it on purpose. <laughs> and then you guys met at the gym? We did, yeah. Yeah, that's, these guys, I'm telling you, uh, if I, my daughter's not going to work out at a gym with guys because these guys are, uh, <laughs> these guys are slick. Jake used to hook up with all the girls at the gym. There were no more girls at the gym because of him, right? It didn't happen <laughs> they all left. That's not true. <laughs> Uh, so are you, are you helping, like, do you guys train together? Um, we train some, you know, some ways together. Like we do, you know, conditioning and we, we like grappling together. We, we don't spar together that much. Um, gets a little, gets a little crazy and he's a big guy, you know, he's, he walks around over 200 usually and fights at 170. So right. he's a, a little big, a little heavy handed. <laughs> nice. Nice. And, and who do you want to fight next? Um, you know, honestly, I don't, Whatever is thrown at me, I, I, there's, they haven't been signing a lot of other featherweights. I'm not sure what the options are. Um, so I haven't really been given it much thought. But, you know, I, the landscape changes so quickly that I'm not, I'm not planning on fighting over the next few months or anything. You know, I still – I just got off of my uh, – I had a broken nose in orbital. So that the end of my six weeks is up, like, next week. So I haven't even really done any training. So we'll kind of see where the landscape falls at the end of the year and see where I'm at. I just got to say, Felicia, it is such an honor to talk to you because I'm such a fan. You have so much. I know you don't want to say you have heart and you're tough, okay? But uh, I mean, you, but you're all grit and, and, and everything. And I just, it's such an honor. Uh, well, thanks. <laughs> so, uh, I'm a huge fan of yours. And, um, and thank you. Thank you for coming on the podcast. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. I was afraid I might get really roasted on the podcast. I wasn't sure how it would go down. <laughs> no, I was such idea. a big fan of your roasting on Fight Night that I was like... I was going to say, you know what's funny? When you were fighting, right, there was one thing I was going to post, but I'm like, oh, because I never make fun of people when they lose, because I just, I don't yeah. do that. Let's have you what were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say when you lost, I was going to write, bye, Felicia. Yeah. Uh, but then I was like... Yeah. I always like that. Yeah, like. yeah, but it was also kind of like, eh, like there was nothing going to be like, eh. I was like, eh, I, I, I thought it would be kind of like, you were, you were showing so much heart. I didn't want to like, eh, yeah. you know. Well, so, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been a lot worse. Plus it wasn't that clever anyway. So I was like, ah, fuck it. You're awesome. I, I, was, uh, okay. I, I was super ha I was super excited. And, I, and you're right. Every time I was like, especially the cyborg fight and the new guys, I was like, Holy shit. I, bro, I don't understand how you could take a punch like that. I, like, I don't under... It's me. <laughs> I just, I think your jaw is made out, made out of something. Like, uh, I've never seen a stronger jaw in my life. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah, crimson chin over here. <laughs> like, have you ever been hurt? Like, like rocked? Hurt? Like, Ro like... I mean, I was rocked in the fight a little bit. Have, I mean, you, have, you, ever, have you ever been knocked out? No, I mean, I've been dropped in the gym accidentally a couple times. Yeah, like a flash, um, probably twice since I've, I mean, I've been training a long time, so it's really not bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, keep it up. Thank uh, you. Be safe. And uh, I'll talk to you soon, Felicia. All right. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thank nice to talk problem. to you. Take care. Felicia Spencer. Nice girl. You would never know that she's a straight killer, huh? Very it's sweet. Funny. It's like... If she, when she puts her two week notice in at, at, at a as a teacher, you're like, yeah. By the way, uh, I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight the UFC. So, uh, you you, you gotta you, you gotta leave in five minutes, Jake. Yeah, what's? Yeah, we're we're going out to a river. So you're going to a river. Yeah. All right, let's break down some fights real quick then. <laughs> well, my my brother's got a camper on the river. Yeah. It's, it's Which like, brother, Adam or Joe? Yeah, Adam. Yeah. I, I like Adam. Nice guy. All right, so let's talk about this week. Whitaker versus Till. Uh, I'm picking Whitaker. Whitaker all day, baby. Better all-around fighter. You? Yeah, fun fight. Fun fight. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. It's gonna be a. The first three rounds are gonna be intense. Um, yeah, I'm. I, I'm leaning towards Whitaker as well. I, that guy's. Uh, he's impressed me. Um, in a lot of his fights, man. But uh, plus, you know, Till. I don't know how much experience he has at, at middleweight, but uh, you know, and you, and you know, Whitaker can take a punch, man. That guy's got a chin. Oh, what did you think of a guy, uh, one of your training partners, Gastelum, last week? You think he just got caught? Like, because uh, somebody else was saying, Vince was saying, how did he not know how to defend that heel hook? Yeah, that was kind of weird, man. That was weird. I was like, what did, like, 
did he have friends that put put a bunch of money on the other guy? Like, what the hell? Like, that was weird. He, he just uh, been way too confident. Maybe you think it was a brain freeze? Like, it's just a brain lapse? Yeah, it's probably it's probably like when I fought him and and he uh, took my back and I just froze for a second and he he got a choke on me. Do you remember that fight, Mexico City? I do. I do remember that fight, and I remember going like, "Man, why? How come Jake's not defending?" But at the same time, like, I don't train jujitsu. Like, I know wrestling. This is what I hate about jujitsu practice is that I feel like they just everyone just flows for fucking three hours or two hours. Yeah. yeah. Like, whereas wrestling, you drill single legs over and over and over and over. You drill front headlocks over and over and over. I feel like with jujitsu, you drill something like three or four times. Like, okay, let's 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 move on. So. Do you drill that defense over and over again in jiu-jitsu practice? Well, yeah, it's just awareness. You know, for me, I, I, I look at positions that, I, you know, you've been in a million times. But, yeah, it's just timing's everything. So, it's like, you know, if you have a – even if it's a one-second delay or – you know, even you see, you see the guys um, that literally just do jiu-jitsu and it's all about uh, – it's a game of inches, you know what I mean? So, it's – and I don't know if it was just like a – you know, me being – surprised or, or just hesitating whatever it was if when there's a you know a second goes by you give up give up a bad position and then it's like it's almost like you're you're like like Dwayne coach Dwayne Ludwig would always talk about like when you're processing like the, so the shorter time you can you can cut all the processing out the less time you are to think the better so yeah that makes sense yeah. you have to go Jake keep, keep, keep looking back and forth or can we go over two more fights yeah, go, go. Shoot. All right. All right. Uh, so we got uh, Shogun versus uh, Little Nog. Uh, what is it, 1999? <laughs> <laughs> it should be on the Tyson undercard. No, I'm, I'm going to go with Shogun. I mean, it's an interesting fight, but uh, yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards Shogun. I mean, he looks like he's in, he looks like he's a little more, uh, has a little more energy, a little more. A little yeah. more athletic ability. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he won his last yeah. fight. He hasn't uh, looked bad at all in his past couple know, fights. Uh, okay, Gustafson versus Verdum. I'm going with Verdum. Really? What? It's an interesting fight, but hey, I, I just I'm going to go with Verdum by submission. Have you, have you trained? Yeah, that's because he's your coach. No, no, he's not. Wasn't he your coach for a while? No, no. I mean, he trained at Kings, yeah, for a while, but when I was there, but no. Um, I was surprised he's a three to one underdog. Like, is that not crazy to anybody else? But well, didn't he get yeah. popped like three times in a row and hates the UFC and wants out of his contract <laughs> and talks all this shit to people? It doesn't seem like his head's really into it. He looked terrible his last fight. Um, yeah. I mean, we're talking about a guy that beat Fedor. That back in the day, a guy that knocked out uh, that would had was it who who do you have his number? Cain Velasquez, right? He had yeah. Cain's number, but this is I'm not like, the same guy that had Cain's number. No, I agree. He I has agree. Domino's number now or something. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of my speculation comes from Gustafson. It's like he's a 205er. He's coming back. You know, he had a, he had a couple of rough fights. Remember that when he retired for a short minute? But Anthony I mean, Smith. heavyweight. I mean, heavyweights, man, that's a different ball game. Right. But will his speed help? I mean, he's going to Oh, for sure. No, undoubtedly. I think his, his movement, his, his, uh, his footwork, his speed, it'll definitely be an advantage. But if Fernum gets him on the ground, it's over. Game over. So, Carl, as far as fighting Marina Rodriguez, you probably don't know much about Marina Rodriguez, do you? Yeah, well, I see. I seen her last fight, um, but that's an interesting fight. I mean, I, you know, I've always been a, a good friend of Carla. She's awesome. You know, um, it, it's a good fight. It's a, you know, women's. I mean, I'm very bad at picking women's fights. I really am. I, I've always easier. What's that? I think it's much easier. No. Really? Every time I bet him, I'm, it's always wrong. I'm always wrong. Me too. Same. Oh, same here. I think there's a huge. I just feel like there's a huge. It's it's like I, I I'm not saying it's not a, as evolved as men's MMA, but you could see where one person has a clear advantage. Um, sure. Uh, very rarely am, am I surprised on a women's fight, to be honest. Really. I think the hard part is when you have like a Joanna versus Zhang. Well, like when you have people that are just like at the top, the top two or three. Yeah. I'm but I feel like a lot of times, like the the six versus the twelve, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this girl's got two draws. Uh, the Marina girl, and I think she lost to who? Who, uh, who am I thinking of? She, she's lost to somebody. Uh, who she lost right now? She lost to a girl from the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, I think the girl from Canada, right? Cynthia, Cynthia Calvillo was a draw, and then Randa Marcos was a draw. Plus Randa, right? 
So I'm thinking that Carlos got the Carlos on a she's on a hot streak. Yeah, dude, and I, I honestly was I wasn't so confident. You know, she had her last fight when she fought a uh, Karate Hottie. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, was, yeah, that was, was like, wow, this is going to be a great fight. And and she surprised me. She hung in there and she she grinded it out. But even that, that was a close fight. I had a lot of people picking uh, the karate hottie in that fight too. But um, I agree. She's got some momentum. She's got some uh, some confidence. And uh, she could definitely do it. I think she's going to win. Also, this card is a guy named Paul Craig, whose nickname is Bear Jew. He's not Jewish. I don't even know why. But he just goes by Bear Jew, which, look, hey, I'm Jewish. We'll take any fighter we can. Um, <laughs> He's a guy that like he he loses his fights, but he wins with like he beat uh, Ankalaev with one second left, a fight that he clearly lost three ten eight rounds. Remember that guy? He was just getting the shit beaten out of him and pulled off a triangle with like one second left, uh, which normally Jews aren't that lucky. Uh, so, <laughs> but I, I I like this guy. And then Nicholas Dalby's back, and I'm happy for him because there's a guy that went toe to toe with Darren Till. He had a huge depression battle, was like out of MMA for a while. I mean, it was like suicide, some really like dark, dark times. He's mm-hmm. back. So I'm happy about that. Uh, and then Betch versus Panny is going on. Betch Kahey versus Panny Kanzant. Kenny's working as a, a first responder ENT right now for people who have uh, uh, coronavirus. So mm-hmm. I got to go for that girl. 100%. And then uh, finally, and then Reese. Reese Darby, uh, and that's not his name. Reese Darby's a singer, but he's fighting that guy, Chayev, the guy that fought like t- uh, last week. Who's yeah. like, I don't know. They're calling him the wolf. That, guy the wolf. that guy's legit, right? Once, yeah. I, I had him in a bunch of parlays, so he'll he be champ. Speaking of the wolf, on yeah. Flow Wrestling this week, Darian Caldwell's wrestling. Uh, they got a bunch of studs. Yeah, Flow Wrestling is having a, a huge wrestling event. And Caldwell is one of the wrestlers. So uh, his last time he wrestled, I think, was a win over, uh, you know, the, uh, Brett Metcalf in the finals at NCAA's when he Dude, did that. Was like, that was like when I was in high school. That was unbelievable. That was. <laughs> that was yeah, like, fuck you. That was awesome, dude. That was high school. I Don't hate that. me. It was, right? Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, that was probably what, 10 years ago, eight years ago? Yeah, about 10 years ago. I think it was the same thing with Bubba Jenkins pinned David Taylor. In the finals, uh, that was the same thing. And then Phil Davis, I think, won also on that on that on that NCAA. Yes, yes, um, so, well, listen, have fun in the river. Uh, thank you, Joe. Uh, it was great seeing you, man. Are you are you enjoying this? I feel like you're you're being held hostage by me. Uh, is everything okay, Jake? Oh, I think you're to Joe. You know, you no, were good, man. Are you, actually, are you actually liking these podcasts? I, I no, no, I do, I do, I do. I I, I literally, I gotta just I. No, I, my kids are crazy, but it's all good, man. No, I have it's like I, community I, service for you or something. <laughs> I feel like this is part of your, you're like you're like clocking in for your community service. <laughs> I'm getting my hours for court, you know, for work. It's no big deal. Well, no, well man, thank you. Do you have anything coming up? Are you doing any any more of those submission undergrounds or? Uh, not right now. We were talking about August uh, August 30th. There's a big submission underground, but um, that's yeah, it's full. So, not yeah, not right now. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Jake. Wienda, what do you got coming up? Just go subscribe to my YouTube channel, The Joe Perez Show, and that's it, dude. All right. Well, Friday night, I'll be on Zoom doing a comedy show, 8 o'clock. Uh, thank you guys so much. Jake, you're the best. Love you guys. Take care. Take care.